Hello everyone and welcome to 10 Minute Country episode 36. Game of Thrones, done the Nashville way. Yep, nice to have everybody back again today for a silly episode. We've had a couple of serious ones and some interviews, so it's time for a silly one. Um, to celebrate the final season of Game of Thrones starting last Sunday, episode 2 uh, will be out tonight as I record this. Um, I've decided to revisit a theme that I did uh, a number of episodes, way back in episode 17, I think. I reimagined um, the cast of Game of Thrones as some English country music artists and did a bit of a, uh, a fun episode on that, which got great response for. So, um, in honour of the final season of Game of Thrones, I'm going to do it with uh, with Nashville artists. So we're going to reimagine what Game of Thrones might look like if the cast was made up of country music artists. Now, let's get a caveat out there right away. None of the people that I'm picking for these characters, uh, you know, it's not based on um, physical looks. It's not based on what I perceive their character to be, how evil or not I perceive them to be. Uh, you know, there are some physical characters. There are, would be some physical similarities uh, for some of the characters. Maybe maybe how I perceive some of the people to be. But this is not intended as being a criticism. It's not intended as, uh, you know, me taking the mickey out of people's physical stature or how, what they look like or whatever. It's just a bit of fun um, based around um, country music and Game of Thrones. Two parts of a Venn diagram that we never thought would overlap. So let, let's get into it. My favourite family, everyone's favourite family, is surely the Starks. And, uh, you know, the head of the Stark family, you need two people, Ned and Caitlin, um, to, um, to to oversee and, and to obviously to eventually die. Although Caitlin's not necessarily dead in the books, is she? Uh, maybe we'll never get to the end of her story because I don't think George Martin is ever going to finish the books. But that's another story. So I've got, I've got uh, Ned and Caitlin Stark played by Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Who, who better? Country music's royal couple... Um, unfortunately, you know, Ned bites the dust at the end of series one. Spoilers alert for, for a book written over 25 years ago. Um, so I've got Tim and Faith playing the, the best married couple in the series. It's just a no-brainer, that one, isn't it? Um, uh, and then, obviously, their children um, are very important to the story of Game of Thrones. So I've gone with Jon Snow being played by Dan Smyers of uh, Dan and Shay. It's the hair. Hair and muscles, brooding looks, uh, seems like an obvious one to me. I've got Kelsey Ballerini playing Sansa. Sort of, I think she could do the spoiled princess, morphing into the Lady of Winterfell really well. I've got Arya, played by Casey Musgraves. Um, you know, dark, brooding assassin. Um, canny, I think she could pull that off. And then Bran, who's currently making the news for his sort of passive-aggressive three-eyed raven stare. Uh, I, I'm, I've cast Morgan Evans in um, in Bran's role, so that uh, Kelsey and Morgan get to play the uh, the Stark siblings, and I reckon uh, you know Bran and Morgan share a similarity in haircuts, maybe. Um, Bran needs a Hodor to carry him around, and who better than Blake Shelton? He's a big, strong guy. Um, I reckon uh, I reckon Blake would be a perfect Hodor. Just grow that little beard, you know, grow the hair a bit raggy. Have him clomping around um, in uh, in the in the snow, and uh, Blake's perfect for that. 
Um, Maren Morris released a song from uh, the Game of Thrones soundtrack uh, last week, which I thought was excellent, and straight away I went, she's Daenerys. You know, uh, small in stature, but but great in ambition. Uh, seems a thoroughly nice person, just like Daenerys does, or is she? Um, and every every little pocket rocket queen needs an older man to look after her. So uh, that's Ronnie Dunn for me, Jorah. Jorah Mormont would be played by Ronnie Dunn. Uh, it's the hair, the, the sort of grizzled visage. Um, you know, somebody with puppy dog eyes. Ronnie Dunn. And then in the background, you've got two characters running all the way through Game of Thrones, although one of them bit the dust last season. But uh, we need a Varys, and we need a, a Peter Littlefinger. So who better than Eric Church for Peter Littlefinger? Skulking about in the background with his aviators, uh, brothel owner, always up to no good, agitator. Um, so uh, we've got Eric Church playing uh, Peter. And uh, the other half of Dan and Shay playing Varys, so I reckon Shay would make a great Varys. Uh, you've got to shave his head, obviously, give him give him a little bit of a fat suit, but I reckon Shay Mooney could uh, waltz around in the shadows with his little birds. Um, I'm not saying that Shay is a eunuch by any stretch of the imagination. That one would have to go down to some character acting, but... Um, I reckon he'd do a good he'd do a good uh, Varys to to Dan's Jon Snow. The other major family in uh, Game of Thrones is obviously the Lannisters playing against the Starks, and uh, I reckon I've got uh, I've got I've gone really genius. I've got a genius pick for Jamie and Cersei. So for Cersei, I've gone for Carrie Underwood, and for Jamie, I've gone for Keith Urban. You know, two blonde, stunningly good-looking country singers. Carrie, obviously, I reckon she's had enough uh, acting experience uh, in all her videos to be able to play an evil Cersei. She's a lovely person. She's a nice person. And she's going to have to dig deep into her acting ability for Cersei. But it's a great pick age-wise. It's a great pick um, for the blonde hair. And then, obviously, floppy-haired Jamie Lannister being played by floppy-haired Keith Urban. Um uh, a man who's on a big journey from the dark to the light side, possibly. Um, much the same as Keith has throughout his whole career. And their son, Joffrey, uh, I've got being played by Dustin Lynch. I could see Dustin being the uh, offspring of Keith and Carrie Underwood. Um, again, and again, Dustin's a thoroughly lovely chap, having seen him and talked to him at C2C. So I'm not casting Dustin Lynch as in, in the evil role <laughs> of Joffrey because I think he shares um, a characteristics. I'm doing it because there's a look there and uh, because I think he could pull it off. Uh, and then we need a, a stooge. We need Robert Baratheon, the king that died that set off um, the the current civil war and we need somebody who's good at drinking hunting whoring uh, jason aldine comes to mind as being somebody who could play robert baratheon maybe need a wig of some kind and uh, you need to bulk up a little bit but i reckon he could pull off the robert baratheon character with some aplomb the lannisters had two knights with them the hound and the mountain um, initially, who were like their their steel and their right hands. Obviously, the Hound has gone off on his own journey. Uh, but who else to play these tortured brothers who surely are going to end up in a in, in a battle before the season is out with each other? Who better to play them than uh, TJ and John Osborne? I reckon TJ is a brilliant Hound. 
Yeah, you know, it, the two tallest men, not only in country music, but in North America. Uh, and uh, I've got John Osborne as the mountain, the sort of Frankenstein-esque monster uh, who never speaks, but uh, just does everything that he's supposed to do with some style um, for Cersei. So yeah, I've got the brothers Osborne as the hound and the mountain. The uh, the intellectual beating heart of the story has been provided by Sam Tarley. I have a sneaking suspicion that Sam might well be the narrator of the whole story, still standing at the end, um, who who brings the tale um, of the Game of Thrones um, to a wider public. And so, who better than Luke Combs to play Samuel Tarley? Uh, thoroughly nice lad, um, sort of uh, does his best, works hard, Brings his A-game to the table in what he's able to do. That, to me, perfect cast for Luke Combs. And then every Samwell needs a gilly, and that's Ashley McBride for me. The two of them have toured together, Luke and Ashley McBride. They get on really well. Um, and so I've got uh, I've got gilly being played by Ashley McBride. Uh, I can't think of a Davos. If anyone would like to um, sort of send in some suggestions. I was toying with Dirks for Davos, but... Um, I'm not sure Dirk Bentley is old enough or grizzled enough to play Davos, who, alongside Bronn, is probably my favourite character in the whole story. Um, maybe Bronn, Davos and Tyrion, and we'll come to the casting of those two in a minute. But yeah, I can't think of a Davos. If anyone's got any um, suggestions of who could play Davos, feel free to uh, email in. And so speaking of my other two favourite characters, to, to wind this up... Um, I've got Bronn being played by Charles Kelly. I reckon Charles could do um, a great turn as the wise, cracking, whoring sellsword. Um, and I've got Kit Moore playing Tyrion. Now, this is not because Kit Moore is small. In, in no way is Kit Moore small. But Tyrion is probably my favourite character. Uh, and Kit Moore is my favourite country singer. Um, they're both clever, they're both gritty, they've both sort of been overlooked by the powers that be to a point, um, both always full of authenticity, both full of integrity, and so uh, I reckon Kip, if he grew his hair a little shaggier and did that scar across his face, I reckon Kip could pull off um, a brilliant Tyrion Lannister, the person I think who's still going to be standing at the whole end of Game of Thrones. Um and the other character I was thinking about we'd probably need is Walder Frey. And who better to play Walder Frey than Willie Nelson? Um, they, they sort of look very similar. Um, Robert Bradley, the actor, I think his name is, who plays Walder Frey. Uh, and Willie Nelson. So it wouldn't be a stretch for Willie just to sit there, sort of stoned out of his head, eating chicken legs, uh, uh, murdering people left, right and centre, until Arya does for him at the end of season six, I want to say. But yes... That's the Game of Thrones um, country music do-over, reimagined by Nashville artists. Um, a little bit of fun to welcome back uh, what is, you know, one of television's best loved um, shows in its final season. And uh, a little bit of fun. Hopefully nobody takes offence. Um, all these characters are brilliant in their own way. And, um, you know, here's to... Here's to the end of the show, Valor Mogolis, and thank you for listening. I've been James Dakin, this has been 12 Minute Country.